Hi guys, welcome or welcome back to the podcast. My name is Kathy and I create content about my life as a 40 something year old single mother of two who works full time while attending law school in beautiful, sunny Southern California. I'm back, finally. Thank you for being so patient. We have all been sick over here. I'm really hoping that we are coming out on the other side of things at this point. You may recall most of the people in my household got sick the week before Christmas with what I believe was the flu or what I thought was the flu. I was ultimately ultimately diagnosed with a sinus infection and placed on antibiotics. It's interesting because anytime I've taken antibiotics for like a sinus infection or respiratory infection before, within like two to three days, I started to feel better. But in December, it was a 10-day prescription and I did not start feeling better until the 10th day. And even then I was not 100%. I don't think I started feeling good or like myself again until like New Year's. And then on January 18th, it's funny, I woke up, I felt fine, I listened to lectures, I did homework, I logged in for work, it was mid-morning, I just went downhill quick. I started having the shakes, I was cold, like freezing, I had the heat on, I was layered up, I ended up taking my temperature, it was 100.5, my joints were hurting, I was coughing and sniffling again, it, it just, it happened so quick. I ended up getting a telehealth visit. They prescribed some more medication. And now as of the date of recording this, which is the 29th, I'm starting to feel better. So it has been a rough over 30 days here in this household. So that's kind of what we've been dealing with. On the school front, this past weekend, we had our first residency of the spring semester. This go-around, we only have class on Saturdays. Normally, it's one weekend a month, and we do all day Saturday, half a day Sunday. But my cohort um, that's graduating in April, we only have Saturdays this semester, which is nice. So we still have the Sundays to catch up, do homework, reset for the week. Um, I think as I mentioned in my week three recap over on Instagram that the bar studies course is a beast. Um, every week we have multiple lectures, MBE questions, essays. I think we're going to start doing performance tests as well as trying to memorize all the rules that are assigned for that particular week. In Capstone, we've been working on a client file. We wrote a research plan. We did an objective memo. And this week, we're also doing a performance test in that class. It's funny, I went into residency kind of not really worried about the performance test portion because I've been a paralegal for so long. I just, I don't know. I don't know why I had this false sense of confidence, but after residency, I can say that I'm a little concerned um, with the cap or with the performance test part of the exam. I understand that everything is given to you and it's more like a puzzle. You just put it together. 90 minutes does not seem like a lot of time to do all of that. And maybe it was just the way that it was explained or the way that she kind of walked through her process the one we have assigned this week is due on Sunday. I plan on taking Saturday morning and just dedicating like those 90 minutes of quiet time because it is under timed 
conditions to work through it. So next episode, I'll give you an update of kind of how that went. For the MBE portions and the bar studies, we've been using UWorld, which I actually like. I had planned on buying Adaptabar, but I think I might stick with UWorld for actual bar prep since it is provided. I know a lot of people love the John Grossman videos that are also part of the Adaptabar program. So I'm going to see if maybe I can buy the lectures separate without purchasing like the Adaptabar MBE program. I'm also going to purchase a set of the critical pass flashcards for the MBE subjects. Honestly, I'm going to do a whole bar prep episode, but those were just a couple things that were on my mind or on my short list right now. But quickly, let's go back to the bar studies class for a minute. Now hear me out. I think it's great to get early bar prep. I think it's a fantastic idea in theory for some, but maybe not for all. At this point in my law school career, I am just trying to graduate. I am one of those students that have been thinking about the bar exam since before I even got into law school. I knew it was going to be a beast. I knew it was going to take a lot of time. I knew I was going to have to take off from work. So this is something that has been on my radar for years. I started like really looking at bar prep programs last year. I determined, you know, that I would need at least eight weeks off um, from work to study full time and then dedicate eight plus hours a day, six to seven, if not eight days a week to be able to get through the required or recommended amount of study in the eight week period. A lot of people take off 10. I don't know if I can swing 10 just with my job and finances, but we'll see what happens. If somehow I can make 10 weeks work, then 10 weeks it will be, but we'll see what happens. Um, But right now, as of January 29th, I'm still working full time. Most of the time with overtime, I'm still a mom. Mason is in two football leagues now. Alex is in college and track. I'm still doing all of the things as a parent to survive, working overtime so that I can save money to take off for bar prep. So adding a full-time early prep program is not realistic or really productive for me. At this point, I'm just trying to get through to graduate. I think that if the school would have maybe taken a survey of the students and what they had planned for bar prep, that this might be a slightly more beneficial program. I totally appreciate what I think they were trying to do. I'm just not sure that it works for everyone. Um, I know one of our professors recently said that if we feel the lectures and assignments in this bar studies course is a challenge that we will likely be overwhelmed when it comes to bar prep. And I get that. However, like I said, a lot of us are still working and still trying to just survive every day with a plan on taking off to actually study. So I don't know, maybe it should have been an elective. Maybe it should be structured slightly different where we get the review but it's not any more strenuous than a regular law school course. I don't know. I just think that somehow it could have been structured a little bit different so that, you know, we're not burnt out by the time we graduate and then head straight into bar prep. I don't know. They didn't ask me what I thought. So 
I will just keep trucking along and try not to drop the ball this close to graduation. And hopefully we'll get through it. Also, side note, the course only covers four subjects. So we're going over torts, crim pro, crim law, and professional responsibilities, all of which is very important. I get it, especially professional responsibilities. However, I, for one, know that I struggle with contracts and real property. So I don't know. I just think if maybe, again, it would have been structured different where you could pick and choose or maybe, you know, do a refresher of the classes that you know you're struggling in based on your diagnostic. Again, I don't know. Who knows? Like I said, they didn't ask me, so we'll just keep moving right along. But that leads me to my second topic. Law school is hard. I don't know. Maybe it's not hard for some people, but juggling all of the things can truly be a challenge. This law school journey has been one of the most challenging things I think I've ever faced in my life. I gave birth to two children via C-section, TMI, but that's a challenging process. I was required as a single mother to bounce back very quickly and get my behind back to work so I could pay the bills. This law school trumps all of that. I buried both of my parents, my mom in 2000 to ovarian cancer, my dad in 2017 to non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Those things were challenging. I think because I knew they were struggling already that death seemed kind of like the end of their struggle. This law school journey has just been one continuous struggle and I'm not comparing law school to losing a parent. I am just saying the amount of stress that we have to put ourselves under trying to juggle all of these things while being in law school is a challenge. I share that with you just to say that if you are a parent in law school or you're thinking about law school, keep going. You've got this. It's hard. I know it sounds cliche, but it's so true. Um, I mean, we're single parents, right? We were built to do hard things. We do hard things every single day. The entire process of having a child is a miracle. Women do it every day. The act of raising a child in today's world seems impossible. We do it every day. Juggling kids while working full-time, getting kids to school, getting yourself to work, getting back home at a reasonable time, preparing some form of a healthy meal. It's all a challenge. Being able to attend law school is a privilege that I will never take for granted. And while I do think there are ways that we could make the entire process less challenging, law school is hard for most of us. But I say that to say we do hard things every day. And I think if we're going to tell our children that they, you know, can go out and conquer the world and do anything they set their minds to, why not start showing them that right in our households? And that's what I hope I'm showing my kids. I mean, you improvise, you find a way, you work and rework the schedule, you get creative, you get it all done, partly because you have to, but most importantly, because you want to, because this is the career path that you've chose for yourself, for your kids, to better your family. So if you're thinking about it, I say do it, get the information, get started, you're worth it, your dreams are worth it, your kids are more than worth it, so go for it. But baby, it is not easy so just be prepared for the challenges because they are definitely going to come. 
Okay. Totally random. Like this entire episode is totally random, but I'll be honest. I just kind of wanted to have like a chatty episode with you guys because I have been gone just to kind of refresh form you of all of the things that's been going on. But this morning, again, today's January 29th, so it's Monday. The phrase bloom where you're planted came to mind. Totally random again. And I'm sure you've heard that phrase before. But have you ever wanted something so bad, like right now, like you want it right now, but the timing just doesn't seem to be on your side? Short backstory, I mentioned in another episode that we found a city outside of Sacramento that we absolutely love. We hoped to move there later this year. And it's funny because when we first moved to California, we totally fell in love with Palm Springs and that's where we wanted to move. But I don't know, putting everything on paper, it just seemed like the Sacramento area checked all of the boxes for the entire family. So we had kind of decided on that area. But the closer we get to, you know, actually starting to plan the move, I'm realizing that timing is not on our side. If we move before bar prep, which I plan on starting at least by June 1st, my boys will have to, you know, change schools at the end of the school year. Mason gets out of school June 7th. So if we moved, you know, like the very beginning of June, but before June 7th, like in May, the end of May, actually, he would be leaving his school for two weeks to go to a new school for two weeks. That's ridiculous. If we move during bar prep, well, that just sounds like a nightmare. Like, I don't even know why I ever thought that would make sense to move during bar prep. And if we move immediately after the bar, the bar is like the last Tuesday, Wednesday or Wednesday, Thursday of July. So it would be the first, the first part of August and the kids go back to school like two weeks later. So it would be pack everything up, get up there, get unpacked, get everybody you know, registered for school, figure out job situations if there's any changes on that front, which is a whole nother story. It just seems overwhelming, honestly. The timing would be tight regardless of when we decided to move. So that brings me back to the phase bloom where you are planted. We've been in Ventura County for three years. And honestly, I have no beef or no issues here. We knew moving into this particular apartment that it wasn't our end-all, be-all for California. I mean, it's a two-bedroom. We definitely need more space. But the area is super safe. The schools are great for the boys. We have everything that we need nearby. However, I will say, as a new baby lawyer, hopefully coming at the end of the year, there's not a lot of job opportunities here. And the commute into Los Angeles is brutal. So a move is inevitable at some point in our future. I just know, don't know if it will be sooner or later. Part of me thinks that the only things I should have on my plate right now are, of course, being a mom, graduating law school, and then studying for and passing the bar exam on the first time. A move and all the things that go into planning a move should probably be saved until after I take quite possibly the hardest, most challenging exam of my life and not be added to the plate right now. But at the same time, I know my family wants more space. I know they need more space. I know a bigger place would be beneficial to all of us. So it's rough. 
these are some of the things that, you know, you have to kind of juggle and think through as a parent in law school. You know, of course, I want to provide everything for them right now. But I also know we moved to California so I could graduate law school and become an attorney. So some things that I may want to do right now may have to be put on the back burner. I don't know. You have to keep all of these things on your radar when you're planning with kids and going to law school, or in my case, trying to plan your bar prep journey. Anyway, I digress. That one we will have to circle back on for sure because I have no answers. I honestly have no thoughts at this point on what would be best for us. So if you have any suggestions, let me know because I am lost. Anyway, this has been, again, super random, super chatty. I did want to share that this semester, two books that I found to be really beneficial is the Essay Exam Writing for California Bar Essay Book and the MBE Decoded Book, both by Mary Bassick and Tina Schindler. Surprisingly, Professor Schindler is one of the professors of my bar studies course. So we got to meet her in person on Saturday. She's fantastic. She knows her stuff. I think she's awesome. Now, if she could just tell me how to find the time in my already busy schedule to do this early bar prep course, that would be great, but I digress. However, I'm going to wrap up this episode here so I can get it edited and posted sooner rather than later. I'm not sure what we're going to be talking about in the next episode. I will probably switch the schedule from every week to every other week just because life and because things are busy and hectic and I want to be able to talk about valuable things. Um, And sometimes there's just not much going on in a week other than, you know, studying and regular everyday life. So every other week, instead of every week, um, I'm also going to try to do more short form content over on TikTok and Instagram. So if you're not following me, I'm at Legally Kathy on both platforms and then at that law life podcast on Instagram please follow me I plan on doing way more short form videos than podcast posts once I get into actual bar prep so make sure you follow along we can go through this exam journey together and until the next episode be safe out there if you're studying enjoy don't get overwhelmed stay positive let's make it happen and I'll see you back at the next episode